blah 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 blah. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna fighting be like, zombies. Like, read along with us at home, guys. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. This is Class Stacks Radio. This is our eighth episode. Thank you for tuning in. Today is actually a little bit of a special episode because we actually have the entire crew with us today, all in the same room. So say hello to Jim because he's with us. We know where he is this time. How's it going, everybody? And then we also have Tarot and Pierce. What's up, guys? Did you know it's actually legal to break out of prison in Mexico? Well, that's where I'm going to prison. It, it is, yeah. It's it's actually like uh, Mexico. They have a thing like it's encouraged to seek freedom. So if you're if you're caught, you don't serve a longer sentence because. because and that's today's episode, guys. <laughs> We're talking about whether it's legal or not to break out of Mexican prison. Stay tuned. We got <laughs> no, actually, our episode today is uh, we actually just got our first. Uh, dump load of content. I'm not sure if that was the right word to use, but it's the first time we've gotten content since basically COVID nineteen happened. Demonetized. Um, and we're today's we're going to just be talking about uh, the uh, Xbox showcase. We're going to be talking about all the new games we saw and our opinions about them. I made sure most of us watched it. Uh, I don't think Pierce watched it, but he's just going to be bringing in bringing in a just a. I've, I've watched a couple things. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you watched a couple things, yeah. but I think like Jim, literally right before we started. So. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, before we get started, we have to mention that uh, we recently found out that we are also on Apple Podcasts. If you uh, just so happen to get your podcast there, and we're going to start doing a uh, five star review giveaway. Because um, if you get some five star reviews on your podcast, then that's how you like get it out there, you know. So. Um, we're going to do like the first 10 five-star reviews we get. We're going to put into a drawing and do some kind of prize. We haven't really that's, talked about what that is yet. But. That's pretty optimistic. I mean, that's saying we have 10 viewers. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll see what happens, I guess. I mean, just throwing it out there. Whenever it happens, we'll, we'll uh, you know, put some names in a hat and do some kind of giveaway for you guys. So. All right. So first up, uh, I've been waiting for this for a long time. A lot of people have. But we finally got to see Halo Infinite gameplay, and I just wanted to talk about it because you know I'm a big Halo guy, obviously, and I am too, by the way. I'm no, you're not. Just, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we got to tell you. You know, it's funny that you mentioned this first because I just wanted to get it out of the way because I know I'm, I want to talk a lot about well, it. Well, see, it's funny you mentioned it first because um, that's the first trailer that the uh, Xbox showcase had. Yeah, and that was also the most exciting. Trailer that they had, so yeah. I, guess. Well, I mean, Halo's <laughs> yeah. been like Xbox's like poster game for yeah, it's been their eternity it's since their Xbox forever. has come yeah, out. It's yeah. been their fucking cash cow. Um, but what did you guys? What do you guys think of the gameplay? Because I know a lot of people have a lot of negative opinions to say about it, and we're gonna get more into that. But just off, what are your first impressions? Um, this might be the first Halo game I actually play. Uh, <laughs> okay. It, it does look good enough, I think. I think the concept's really interesting, and the, like, the fact of, like, open-worldness, sort mm -hmm. of like you do the thing on your own time or whatever. Is you, that yeah, correct? You, yeah. yeah. You, I, think what they're, I think what they're trying to do is, I'm not sure if it's going to be, like, like open-world, open like Skyrim. I think it's going to be more like uh, Metro, 
like Exodus, how, how okay. they did it, like how it's like like, this... like big open areas. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I th I don't know. I just think that that would be. I think it'd be a nice change of pace because I mean we got Halo Five, which is a lot of people don't like Halo Five, obviously, just because it was so different and like they kind of like strayed too far from what Halo was at its core. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really like what Three Four Three is doing now is because they said, and I was right, I was wrong about being wrong. It, they did say spiritual reboot, so that's what they did say. I was I was wrong because I said well, it. They didn't say that. Uh, this uh, this and this isn't the first time Halo has done like a uh, like open world per se because ODST you're never really given a direction right it's just you know you know I, what I mean it, like, it is but like it it is a lot more well it's also way bigger I wouldn't they say, say what, what I wouldn't did they say, say the open, size was it uh -huh. was like what did they say like it's also huge like, yeah they said it, like, they said it was uh, as big as four and five combined yeah several, several times larger yeah several yeah. times larger than four and five combined which is pretty awesome if you ask me but like what I think they're doing it because like Halo has always been there like the Halo rings yeah and like I think now it's just they are taking advantage of the actual ring itself it's like oh yeah you have this huge uh, huge super ancient super weapon that's also inhabitable but you can't go anywhere on it yeah. and like I've always I've always liked exploring in Halo games because you get to find Easter eggs, you can find skulls, uh, terminals with lore, and I think when you add the element of open worldness, they can add more to that. Do you think they're gonna have like side missions and stuff? Um, I think so. The only thing I would be worried about that is if you get too watered down with side missions, it takes away the urgency of like Master Chief's mission in the campaign. Yeah, but I, I was just thinking about it. Like I feel like they they're going to have to add something new cuz like you know that the biggest like gripe from the PS5 crowd has been about the graphics. And we we all know that and like if if they're not going to focus on that, they're the open world, I don't know if it's going to be enough to like make it that much more of an interesting game. You know what I mean? They're going to have to add some new things somewhere. And I'm sure they will. I guess, the, what are the new things we saw? We saw uh, the grappling hook. That's new. I'm excited to be Spider, yeah, that, that spider Chief. Actually, I like that. That, yeah. that was actually really cool. I think grappling hooks... But, like, grappling hooks sometimes make or break games in a stupid way. Yeah. Because, but, like, uh, like, think of, like, whenever Syndicate came out, the Assassin's Creed game, like, people, like, shit on it because it had grappling hooks. And it's like, I, I don't yeah, know. I, I thought like they worked through, really well. Yeah. Oh, no, it was, I thought it was cool, but... Grappling hooks, I mean... Yeah, I agree with Thoreau. I think when you're taking a game, an FPS, uh, just mission-focused shooter like Halo, mm -hmm. and then you add an open-world element to it, you need some sort of mobility. And mm -hmm. what I think is the grappling hook is just a toned-down version of uh, Halo Reach or Halo 4's... I don't know if I've had it, but the jetpack... Okay. I was never a fan of the jetpack. I just liked how you could get higher places quicker. And I think the grappling hook in campaign and open world is going to add that element of accessibility to the world that like, they're trying it, to create. And they got to give you some kind of traversal ability to make yeah. you, to allow you to move faster if you're not going to have like double jump or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. And they they really uh they really emphasize the word sandbox when they talk about Halo Infinite. So like basically anything goes kind of thing. 
Like you use everything in the world to your advantage or disadvantage. And I think the grappling hook just it, it has another element to it. And then they're also doing, which I really like, is the Halo 3 pickups. Because you saw in the trailer how he picked up that shield and he threw it down and it was like that shield you could shoot through. I really like that that kind of stuff more because uh, Halo Reach introduced armor classes and a lot of people hated it. I didn't really mind it too much, but once it got into like four, I think they started adding like more classes and everything to it. It just kind of, it felt like it was starting to stray from Halo. So I really like how they're doing like the Halo 3 pickups and just like how the gameplay looks more like Halo 3 and like the style and the art, the art style is more Halo 3. That's another thing. Everyone's saying that the graphics look bad. And well, it, I, feels I, like a, it feels like a copy and paste of Halo 3 in that sense, I'd say. I disagree with that. Disagree? What would you copy and paste about it? Like the art, the art style. It looks, it looks like that's That's what I was kind of saying about like them doing different stuff. Like they showed you what I would imagine. Well, it was like the, the first map that you go to, and it was like very classically Halo. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna have to go, and if you're gonna be exploring, I assume probably like the whole ring. Mm-hmm. There's gonna have to be like some different environments. And you know what I mean, yeah, like like, yeah, like the different like the different areas and, and yeah, that's, the different that's, areas that's, are gonna have to look different. The other thing is there's a difference between an art style and quality yeah. of the visuals. Like you can have a certain art style, but like it like that doesn't mean it has to be shit quality. You know what I mean? And not that it looks bad in any like way of the word, but you know what I mean? We talked about that earlier too, about the article about how they, they only showed what they were comfortable showing and it's not going to be better in the actual game and this and that. See, when you look at something like, if you look at like Halo 1, 2, and 3, and then even Reach, it all looks like the same art style, but then when you go and look at 4 and 5, it is a lot different. It's like more textured. It is a lot sleeker. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sleeker and like a lot of people didn't like that, so that's why I think... 343 as a company really likes to listen to its fan base and everything and take constructive criticism. So that's why I think the it might look like what, Minecraft or Roblox or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> but like I think that's what they they're trying to take away that their style of art style and going back to like the classic Bungie art style that everyone like grew and grew up and loved because they did say that. This is probably going to be the last Halo game, which is very sad. I was actually just about to bring that up. Did you... They said that? That it was going to be the last? Did they or? Say that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's like official official, but they did say that uh, Halo Infinite is going to be the platform for Chief Story over the next 10 years. I was going to say, like, wow, okay. they say it's going to be the last Halo game, but to me that sounds like they're going to put it out and it's going to be like a Destiny situation. Where they just keep releasing DLCs for it, like it's not going to be. And I'm fine with that, yeah. honestly. Like it, I kind of prefer that too. Instead like, of having to buy a whole new game every, every two years, you got to yeah. buy a new one. Yeah, most DLCs, all DLCs from Halo were multiplayer based, and we never had any story content. I guess if you count Spartan Ops, which started in four and went into five, which was kind of cool because it like it replaced Firefight, which was one of my favorite modes, and like it told like the story of Halsey and like. Chiefs team, and then I think maybe it started with Fire Team Osiris. I don't know. I never played it just because I wasn't interested in it. But if they're going to drop DLCs that continue the story for ten years, then we could get multiple games story-wise out of this Halo Infinite platform, and they could add. I mean, 
with the open worldness, they can add other planets. They can do. They can literally do anything so do you they think, want. Do you think, in that sense, then, that the story that we get in Halo Infinite as a released game is going to be like chapter one, in a sense, of a larger story? Like it's not going to be a complete story in itself. Uh, I hope they wouldn't do that. I hope they would have learned the, uh, a lesson from any other studio that's trying to pull that crap on the gaming community. I I don't think they would. But I guess you never know. Did you see on the menu screen when they were showing the map that there was another tab for upgrades? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wonder what that is going to be. Because, like, I, I can't imagine you upgrading your armor. But if you if you look closely at the, at the gameplay, every time he walks over a weapon, it says the weapon. And then underneath it, it says, like, plasma, uh, assault, plasma, something. Like, what, what the gun is. So you're going to have an inventory? Not an inventory, but maybe you can like modify your like modify certain aspects of certain guns to make them like a little different, or like uh, enhance your ability with them. Like that would be the upgrade portion of it. Like you do more damage with this type of weapon or some yeah some sort of something. I like I love I love RPGs, but I really don't want them to make Halo an RPG. It's always been a FP. FPS shooter. I doubt yeah. it. I feel like if anything, their upgrade system is going to be kind of in the same way, like the same vein as like Doom. Like, yeah. just kind of enhancing your abilities to do certain things or like I'd be damage with a weapon or, or like combos a, or some shit like that. Like yeah, yeah. I yeah. Could see that. I, could, so, I could get down with that. Like, and like maybe like health and armor upgrade or something. Like, do you think they're going to do I, like full. On like reward, not reward system based, but like like a token based sort of or like anything where you oh, can get like, like a where you can get like uh, different yeah, armor pieces and like legendary or rare or exotic armor pieces for the chief and shit. That'd be dumb. That would just be <laughs> that would just be destiny. You just described destiny. Yeah. Well, remember they did that in Halo Three with like the high beast yeah. armor and the recon armor. It could yeah. work. That's pretty fun. Okay, I I think it would work for multiplayer. I think if you could find you could find stuff in the campaign for your multiplayer character. Because like if you change the armor too much, then it's not chief. You know, it, like yeah, yeah. you are chief. You you were playing as well, him that in would the be, story. That would be interesting too. Then because then you're not going to have people who are just like in the multiplayer absolutely like sweating on you. Yeah, because <laughs> they have to play campaign first to get all of the good stuff. That would yeah. be really that would be really cool if they did that. Like oh like I found this. Like I found this secret tunnel and mm -hmm. it led me to this whatever, and then you get like a special piece of armor for your multiplayer character. Yeah. I think if they combine the two like that, I think a lot of people would actually really enjoy that. Because yeah, I think that would be pretty neat. What did you guys think of uh, the pilot and the villain? That villain made me realize that if you're going to have an alien villain that speaks with rocks in their mouths, basically, <laughs> they need subtitles. Because it I was hard under, to understand. I didn't yeah. understand a single thing he said. So like, I had to I had to watch it like two or three times to like get the full sense of what he was saying. But it was I thought it was a pretty good speech. The I thought the pilot was interesting. The, the pilot like sidekick is neat. sort of. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna. No, they probably wouldn't. No, I, so I, I, cool was, I was gonna story. say I was I gonna say it. if it was like sort of the way. The Last of Us did it with like you played as Joel like this whole time, and then you have one certain section as Ellie. Yeah, no, like I wonder if I they could... do that with Chief, and then there's one certain section where you play as the pilot. I don't think. I don't, I think there might be like if they're gonna go more for like RPG, 
maybe there's like choices you can make with the pilot. I don't think they'd go that route. I just think the pilot, what I really like about the pilot is that he's like, he is us, basically. We're, yeah. He's a normal person reacting to all this shit. And he just, he he's, he's there to show how like just detached and stoic that the Spartans chief, are. Like, yeah, that like chief, chief is. Or, or Spartans oh, yeah. in general, yeah. Yeah, because like you, you saw like they crash land and he's just like, He's like, oh my god, we gotta get out of here. And he's like, I count three aircraft cannons. <laughs> <laughs> what? He, he just dips out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, two questions for you. Did you notice that the main villain is an alien gorilla? First of all, <laughs> he's more of a. He's a brute. brute. Yeah, brute. Yeah. He's a, a brute, brute that can talk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, the nose and everything, it just kind of looks like a gorilla. Well, that's kind of what brutes are. I, so, like, well, that was my other question, because I didn't know. Is what, well, I was going to ask what species is he in relation to, like, the Covenant, and, like, what what is he compared to... Okay, so this is the other thing. I did start playing Halo t- uh, Halo Wars 2. I was correct in saying the Banished were in Halo Wars 2, because I didn't know where they were from. So I started playing it, and then I just kind of stopped, and I learned the story... Not the whole story, because I just started playing, but just the story. The Banished are... You guys, fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> what else What else are we talking about on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go I, just, the I didn't like realize this was going to be the Halo episode. <laughs> That's all. I told you guys, it was going mean, to be, be a long episode. That was like the best game on the Xbox Showcase, yeah. in my opinion. So, Mediums okay. are right. Okay, so well, that, back... that's what they showed the most yeah, for on the Xbox Showcase. Everything else was just trailers, and you're gonna have like obviously dick riders jump on and be like, "This is gonna be the best thing that." It... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be the best thing ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I I also can't take away the fact that this does look pretty damn good. And like, like I, people listening, like I'm trying to explain to them listening, and you guys are being assholes. <laughs> well, about I, it. I asked too. I want to know. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> shut the fuck up and let me talk about it. All right. So the banished. Go the ahead. banished are a, a they were the the part of the covenant that they broke off from the covenant. They rebelled against the covenant, and it was led by this brute called rebelled a, against who? The covenant. Okay, I just wanted to see if I can make you say it one more time. <laughs> and they rebelled against them, and. It was led by this. It was this brute called Atriox, and they Atriox and his like army grew so powerful. While the Covenant was like basically killing all of humanity in the UNSC, they couldn't even touch the Banished because they were that powerful. So the Banished is significantly stronger than the Covenant was, and the Covenant almost killed us all. And you saw in the trailer that the Banished did kill everyone in the not everyone, but like did kill basically the majority of the UNSC. So that like so it's literally just it's literally just chief. Just like the resistance or something? I don't even, yeah, just like scattered forces and like chief trying to like get this ring back. Well that that was also my other question because I don't know a shit ton about Halo. Are the are the rings inhabited by like the USNC or or okay, whatever well, or I, you like, just opened a can of worms bud and you can't close it so uh, what, I, give me the short answer who okay. inhabits the rings and if there's nobody just say nobody okay and so it's, we can move the, on the rings <laughs> the rings are made they're a super weapon I know what the rings are okay, just so are they inhabited by anybody <laughs> answer the question no they're not <laughs> okay then why is like is all that shit there built by the banished then like the anti-aircraft cannons and everything oh yeah so like they they 
The rings aren't, but that shit is. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. not the rings. I'm talking about the shit that's on the yeah. rings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the as as far as the trailer goes, the banished have control of the ring. And, well, hold on. So in general, did the UNSC? That's it, right? Was that the right acronym? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I think okay. so. Okay. I, 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 I was wondering. <laughs> I totally said it. Do they? I would imagine that in general they like occupy the rings to like. Like, like right now, the banished occupy the rings. You're trying to take it back, but in general, they would occupy the rings, like the Spartan forces, to like hold them so or fortify them or whatever. We they really just like so in Halo One, uh, it was basically just like a big tug of war for the Covenant and the UNSC trying to get control of Halo Alpha, which was the first ring that you saw mm-hmm. in the in the series. And I feel like it was just one of those like mutually assured destruction kind of deals. So, like, whoever has the ring could, like, end all life, like, within, like, that galaxy. Yeah. Not, maybe not the galaxy, but, like, a huge portion of, the, like, the universe. Yeah. And I don't know how many there are. I think the one in Halo Infinite is Zeta. So, have you explored rings before in previous Halo games? Or yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have been on rings and explored them, but... They haven't been open world for us yeah. to like actually explore. Yeah. yeah, it's just like one mission. Go from this place yeah. to the next sort gotcha. of thing, yeah. And uh, just one interesting thing I wanted to bring up is the the enemy on the uh, in the trailer is not Atriox. I mean, I don't know who he is specifically, but he's not like the leader of the Banished because he says, we're here to honor the will of Atriox. So maybe in this timeline, maybe he has died or just like passed on the torch or something. But he said, this is my last fight. So I don't, I don't know. Do you think he would, like, try to activate the ring? I don't really see another... Unless they, like, pull some trickery out of a hat. I don't see, well, see why... Well, that's, see, that's what I meant earlier. Like, I think that the main story of Halo Infinite is going to be you versus him. And based on, like, what you said, like, it's his last fight. I'm guessing he's some, like, old, like, high-ranking general of Atriox. And, like, this is going to be his last big kill is killing the chief. Or, like... You know, like you well, know, the, like the thing where, like, once you become an old warrior, you want someone noble to take you down, sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be that kind of a thing, and the game's gonna end, and you're gonna find out that he wasn't really the top of the food chain, kind of a thing. Like, Maybe like Atriox comes back, there's, or yeah, or there's gonna, yeah, there's gonna be another story of you know someone like he might be a high ranking general, but he's not who's in charge now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And my other question is, so it, it's, uh, the Banished has taken out all, like, they have, so like have the, they the, destroyed the, the Covenant? They're like, the king I, shit now? Like, yeah, like, no, I believe the Covenant's still there, right? The, because you got the grunts. I can't the, really answer that question because the state of, like, has this, has that not been explained yet? Like, so, how, how they just destroyed everything, or? So, 343 said that Halo Infinite it can be a jumping off point for anyone that hasn't played a Halo. So, okay. like, you don't know, you don't need to know any previous knowledge, but previous knowledge will be rewarded uh-huh. throughout the campaign if you if you know. Something. Yeah, so it's like, going to be like so, if you know, you know. Yeah. Sort of Last thing. question. Yeah. Last question about Halo. In relation to that, like, what was the state of the war that we left off at last? Like, um, Halo Three, we won. Halo 3, we destroyed the Covenant. Master Chief was presumed dead, but he was just lost in space. Uh, there was a treaty between the elites and the human in the UNSC. Uh, Halo 4, you wake up in front of a Forerunner planet. The new, like a base, there's basically like another, like a new Covenant that we don't have treaties with, and we're fighting them. And also, 
we're fighting the Didact, which is some kind of forerunner, forerunner guy. Okay. And the forerunners are the people that built the Halos. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I can get into that, but Halo Five was uh, Cortana, basically died at the end of four, and then uh, got like all this forerunner ripped sexy blue hologram lady. Yeah. <laughs> ripped the ripped the booty cheese. <laughs> But she's basically like Space Hitler now. At the end of five, she was like Space Hitler. Trying to do what? Trying to uh, wipe out the take, space, take control. Space Jews, obviously. She was trying to take control of every Halo ring <laughs> and like place them around the galaxy to like basically make people obey her and like her uh, law. Wait, how did she come back in Halo Five? If she deteriorated in Halo Four, uh, she, she got like molded into like the Forerunner technology. technology. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, she was like she was super powerful and like just basically space Hitler. As of now, we don't know anything about her in Infinite. That could probably be another yeah, another DLC down the line. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they're gonna be. She's gonna be in it somewhat throughout the campaign. All right, moving on. Uh, we can talk. I could talk about Halo forever, but we are already 26 minutes into this episode, and all we've talked about is uh, my sweaty my sweaty fantasies. Mark's first love. Oops. So only love. okay, one thing I will bring up is that Dying Light was supposed to release today, and uh, it got pushed back until the thirty first of December. Nice. Yeah, I know that sucks. Is that why? I was so hyped. I I have no idea. My brother just was like, "Oh, dude, did you like see Dying Light two got pushed back?" And I was like, "What the fuck? No." So uh, let's that talk sucks, about... dude. I wanted to play that so bad. I never liked. So... I never liked Dying dude, Light. Dude, it looked so good though. <laughs> I played a little bit of the first one, but dude, I just, honestly, it was it's, fun. But it's I just so much. I kept fun. getting stuck at, at night. And then just getting oh, fucked. Oh, dude, you get fucked <laughs> at nighttime. I don't even fuck with nighttime. That it's just it. I don't know. I guess you have to be like really into zombie games to get into it. And plus, the controls are kind of weird. Yeah. But you have yeah. to like that's the same with any game. You hop into it and you have to learn what's going on. So. So, uh, the next one I want to talk about in the showcase is Avowed. <sighs> Is that a is that a good fart noise? Or yes. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 <laughs> is there ever a bad fart noise? <laughs> so I really we're twelve. I, I'm, <laughs> and, anyways, <laughs> avowed. All right. So it is my like, first question for avowed though. Do you think it is going to be looked on as like New Vegas is looked on in? Like Fallout is like, oh, this is the best of Fallout. Like people, you know, really you know what I'm more worried about when people think, oh, uh, like there's Fallout and then there's Outer Worlds, mm -hmm. and how one is very obviously better than the other. <laughs> I'm worried that it's gonna be like there's Avowed and then there's Skyrim, and then mm. one's very obviously better than the other. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm worried about. Like the graphics. Don't get me wrong, look pretty sick, and yeah. I like how the magic is like more mm -hmm. like Doctor Strangey yeah, sort of yeah, and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna need to see a little bit more of it before I. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm either I'm gonna play it. Yeah, you know, what yeah. I mean? I'm gonna play yeah, it. I'm gonna play <laughs> it. Yeah, but, but I, that's that's more what I'm worried about. I think it's not sweet that not to say that I'm not gonna get back into the Outer Worlds for the new DLC. Mm -hmm. but, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, yeah. I I'm really excited for a new like fantasy yes. RPG because Seriously. that is gamers are starved of uh just good fantasy games yeah. in general like not even a, like, not even fantasy games but 
uh, FPS RPG fantasy games. Yes. And the, when the, when's the last one we saw that was well, actually like a AAA title? Was okay, Skyrim. 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 Nine yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. Skyrim for nine years. Like Here's another question for you, though. And I know this is kind of skipping around a little bit, but you say that, and then one of the last trailers that they play is for the new Fable game. I never played Fable. So I never played Fable either. It's, it's going to be like a Skyrim level, like that kind of a world, but it's a little more like cheeky, like Borderlands kind of humor, sort gotcha. of. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that it's it's gonna it's kind of like that. It's gonna be like a, I, I would imagine like a Borderlands map and gameplay yeah. style, but like in medieval times. So it's just kind of weird to me that they would choose to invest in two different games of the same. You know what I mean? Like yeah, big RPG nature. style yeah. games of the same nature. Well, I mean they are two totally different studios, and it is a very popular genre of games. Yeah, so yeah. it's gonna double their yeah. money. Which which surprises me is because the I feel like. People love these sort of games, but they just never come out. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, the last one to really come out was Skyrim, and then it's like I would say The Witcher Three, but that was third person. Yeah, well, yeah, and then there's there's other things like I don't know, like there's like For Honor that's sort of like medieval, but it's also that. it's also so many. It's just like yeah, battling as was it fun? different timelines. It's okay. Well, I, I thought mean, it was really fun. No one ever really. Played it's that just one. third. Person fighting and like the whole days. time. Can you choose like, between like knights, samurais? It was yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, Vikings and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For Honor was the deadliest warrior of the game. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. It, it was really cool. Sounds like, like a God of War. Not really. No, no, not not even close. No. Really. Because no. yeah. God God of War has a story. Yeah, it's, as it's well. all lore, it's lore based. based. Like. No, there there is like campaign modes, but it's really just like a cutscene, and then you go and basically in. A point A to point B, kicking the shit out of everything, and then till you get to another cutscene at the okay. end. Right. Uh, there's not like actual like lore, lore to it or anything. But uh, yeah, but avowed. So I mean, like we know Obsidian can make these kind of games because we saw it with Outer Worlds. It wasn't like Outer Worlds wasn't the best game, but it was a very solid game, especially for a double A title. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even AAA. Yeah, I honestly thought Outer Worlds was one. It it lacked something. It did but, lack, but everything that I genuinely wanted from a game like that was more or less there. I think yeah. it lacked exploration. Yeah, the maps did feel kind of small. Yeah, they were like, small and very just like they were. I want to say I want to say empty. Almost like a lane map where you're just going straight. I kind of like, I felt like there wasn't, like, I feel like I've seen everything. I feel like there's not a lot of replayability with it. Like, I've played the game once, and I haven't (laughs) been, I haven't been pushed to, like, play it again. Like, I don't have an itch to be like, oh, I need to play this again. Whereas, like, there are games that I've played, like, three or four times over, you know what I mean? What game are we talking about? Outer World. <laughs> <laughs> <It's an> outer world. <laughs> All right. So are you going to invest in the DLC for? Uh, I, I think I will. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to like. I think it looks. Oh I think yeah, it looks that's, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like so, it's gonna add something to something the existing easy. story. We all so. can't talk at the same time. Sorry. I, I when I was playing it, I got as far as like the big like space station. Not not the A space ship. station. Yeah, the okay, space yeah, station. The yeah. Too. Yeah, and I like I have quite a few followers, and then I think the next planet you go to after that is like Monarch. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's all the farther I got into it, so I have quite a bit of it left to play. The one thing that did piss me off a lot about Outer Worlds is that you could see 
you could you could look at the DLC that you couldn't play. It's like, oh, here's all these planets, but you only get to go to four of them. It's like, oh, yeah. here's three or four other planets that are locked because you have to buy the DLC. That's well, what the game that, did. That wasn't was like, it? I thought a lot of those were like side mission shit that you had to unlock. Well, no, there able. there were other planets, but they just you don't have the key, like the the access key or whatever to get to them because you need like those landing keys or whatever to get to certain planets. I, lo I looked it up. You cannot yeah. get it. I, that, that's what I'm saying. It's that's DLC. What I'm saying, but yeah. it, there are two ends of that spectrum. There's people like you who are like that's annoying. You know what I mean? But then there are people who look at it in a way of like, okay, so that means there are, count them, one, two, three, however many planets there were, that worth of DLC that I can get back into the game with too. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I You're mean, wrong it, there because... But no, I'm thinking about it, like... If how you, can I be wrong? That's my opinion. If, <laughs> no, I'm just... Hold on, I'll, I'll get to it. If you had Destiny, but you didn't have any of the DLCs on... Like, if you didn't have... It, it would be the same way, yeah. yeah. If, you didn't have, if you didn't have Forsaken or Shadowkeep, you wouldn't be able to go to the moon... You would see it. Yeah, you would see the moon, but it wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah exactly. but that's a multiplayer. That's a multiplayer game. But it's the but same what's concept? the difference? Yeah, it's the same it's concept. Still, it's it's still exactly unlocked, the same. Or a locked DLC planet. Yeah, I, you can still, still see it. You can still visibly and, see and, it. And in Outer Worlds, and it's also well, it's also different because in Outer Worlds' case, those they're telling you like this is coming down the road. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but this... How many planets were there? There was like four or five. There were like three. I don't know. It wasn't that big of a game. It wasn't even that big of a game anyways. It was only like, what, 20 gigs? Yeah, no. It's not that big of a game. Peril on Gorgon. Was it a $60 game? I think it was. It was full price. I played it on Game Pass. But the Peril on Gorgon, they said it was only one of two DLCs they're releasing. There's only going to be two. So maybe the second planet, maybe the second DLC unlocks the other planets, the other two or whatever. Or Gorgon yeah. unlocks more than one planet. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think, I, I see where you're coming from. I just don't think we should be just giving, like, giving studios and companies just like a free pass for DLCs like that. It's like, yeah, like, release a full game, but then, but don't put things in the game that we can't get to because we have to buy DLC. Just release the DLC, you know? No, no, no. Mm -mm. I mean, you have to get one. That's, yeah, that's what they're going to yeah, do. That's, that's your, also a, a whole other portion yeah. of the game that's going to get pushed back. Yeah. You have a complete story there already. The story is there and complete. And if you don't want to buy the DLC, you don't have to. The DLC doesn't relate. Like, it could relate to the main story. But it, well, and, you and, could also be well, satisfied also, just playing the main story and not going and buying well, it. Well, and, in our world's case, it's yeah. even... It's, it's, even less because the DLC is free. You know what I mean? Mm. Is it? Is it? I'm almost positive. It is. I know it is if you have Game Pass for sure. But I'm I guess pretty, I'm pretty sure that I thought they yeah. said it was included. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, so that is really cool. I guess just getting off of this debate. Well, that what? But before I want to, I want to end with another point. Is Fallout Three did the same thing? Kind of. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah, did. Every, yeah, they did. I was, was going to mention in, that every Fallout in, game. Yeah, in the very end of Fallout 3, you die, and that's the end of the game. And unless you bought the DLC, the game did not continue for you. I think they only. That's I feel like they only. Well, did oh, that, I was going to say not only that, but like in like Fallout 4, even you can go to the dock where there is the boat that would take you to Far Harbor. Yes, yeah. Even before you, Far yeah, Harbor was ever but there. But you don't, you don't get to go. But you can't go there yeah. until the DLC comes out. Okay, I don't care about this anymore. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> well, well, so let's, let's talk about some new games, guys. Yeah. Um, let's talk about I, the medium. Well, f- first I was going to ask you guys, because that's what I was... That's why I didn't catch what game you were talking about when you are talking about Outer Worlds, because I was trying to look up what the gameplay was like of this game. Did you see that they announced the new Warhammer game? I don't, did any of you ever play any of the old Warhammer games? Is that like no. Warhammer 2040 or, or whatever? It's uh, Warhammer 40K. 40K, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It, no, I've, I've never played it. Did you it. see the Wasn't trailer Wasn't it like a board it? game? You, well, you watched the... I don't know. See, I, I don't know. Or, or, or are they two completely separate entities? And I think we're thinking are. of a board game, and this is well, something that's totally different. I think different. Warhammer might be both. I think it was a video game, but it was also a board game. Maybe. So I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the Warhammer was Warhammer Dark Tide. Is that like a whole new game, or is that an expansion? I think it's a new game. It looks really cool. The trailer, like the, but that's what I'm saying. I think it might. I could be wrong about this, but I think it's like a Halo Wars style gameplay. Uh, that'd be dumb. But I don't know though. That's why I was gonna ask you guys do anything about it. I have no clue. No, I haven't seen the trailer for that. I hate. I hate when. Yeah. I. I mean, like the trailer was really cool. But, but you know I, nothing I, about what, the game. What is this? Yeah. What is this new one called? Warhammer. Dark, Dark, Dark Tide. Tide. Dark Tide. Actually. Dark Tide. Dark Tide. I hate when games do that. Like you watch this like super cool trailer, and it's like really cinematic, and you're like, oh man, like I like I really want to buy that, and then it's just like this super third person strategy game. It's like wow, that is. Basically, you know, false advertisement. Like, right. <laughs> like I, I hate stuff. Yeah. Like okay. That. So Warhammer 40k and Dark Tide are the same thing. It's Warhammer 40k Dark Tide is the whole thing. What does it say? Squad shooter. What? Oh, that would be. Yeah, cool. you and your squad kill the undead, basically. That would be kind of cool. It's a well. Well, okay, okay. It like says first person. It's going to follow their proven expertise and will be a four-player co-op action game. So it's like. Left for Dead with swords, Dark Side. The Dark Tide is going to be Left for Dead Four with future guns. What? Yeah, the game, the game description. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna read the game description. Fight together with your friends against hordes of enemies in this new Warhammer 40k experience. From the developers of the best winning and award best selling and award winning co-op action franchise, Ver, Vermintide Warhammer 40k. Dark Tide is a visceral four-player co-op action game set in the hive city of Tertium. In the depths of the hive, the seeds of corruption threaten an overwhelming tide of darkness. Heretical blah 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 blah. Yeah, so it's going to be it's gonna fighting be like, zombies. Like, read along with us at home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really just going to be left left for dead. Yeah, it sounds, four that sounds actually, which actually could be a lot of fun. It does sound really you cool. Get four players. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. And okay, so I have another question. What do you guys think are like? Do you think streaming makes or breaks these games? Like, like especially now, like new games, streaming. Yeah, like yeah, streaming, definitely. like people streaming these games, people like on Twitch and like anything. YouTube. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is just does the relevance of a game and its popularity as it comes out and its popularity being watched on Twitch does it have any relevance to how well a game sells? No, I, I, I don't think so. I think so. I, I mean, think it does. If I mean, you're watching a Twitch, if you're watching a Twitch streamer, or like and YouTube the videos or anything, to like, see if you would enjoy the game, yeah. then yes, I would. And I feel like the, the Twitch streamers, the more you get it. Yeah, the Twitch streamers add that other element of like what your reactions would be and how would you react to certain situations mm-hmm. instead of just watching, like watching like yes. just the gameplay. We'll so. see, but at the same time, I don't think that it does because I think that there's probably like ten to twenty popular streamers for each genre of game. You know what I mean? Like, 
Like, there's streamers who play, like, Fortnite and Apex and Rocket League, mm-hmm. and then there's streamers who play shit like Ghost of Tsushima and, and Red Dead, and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the studios send those types of streamers the games for free anyways. Yeah. You know, so, like, I don't know. I, I think that it's, it's in a sense, it's free advertising, but I don't think that it makes or breaks a game necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In, in, in any... I don't think it makes or breaks a game any less than sending those same games to, like, reviewers ahead of time. Yeah. And letting, you know, GameStop and IGN review your game. I don't yeah. think it hurts any less than that one, okay. you know what I mean? Okay. So, the the game I'm most excited about, even more excited about than Halo, was shown during the so- showcase. It was um, Tetris Effect Connected. <sighs> Who is stoked for the most rebooted game of all time? <laughs> fucking Tetris. Like how dude. many times? How many times can you redo Tetris when you're just like, yeah, we get it. It's fucking Tetris. <laughs> like you don't have to put like <laughs> you don't have to put millions hey, hey, of dollars into in the development. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you line up the blocks and you you get a little <laughs> bling when you get the blocks all lined up. Good. Oh but no, but this time. You get you to play it with, with your friends. You're connected, guys. You're connected playing Tetris together. Big Listen, fucking whoop. I'm not saying that there's not people out there that don't like Tetris, but what I am saying but who, is that it... Who buys an Xbox? What I am saying... It's co-op, bro. What are you What I am saying is that if you're trying to blow the PS5 out of the water, Tetris is not the fucking way to do it. <laughs> really, I think Tetris would have been the biggest selling point. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, so uh, I want to talk about. Well, before we get into like, I don't mean to sound shitty, but like more good games. <laughs> Did you, no, you're so, right. So you guys saw you both. You, I know you, Mark and Terrell, both saw the showcase as well. I don't think you saw the whole thing, but did you see the two trailers for those two like story games? Uh, um, what was it? Uh, I, I don't know. I one was right called here. like Life is Hard, and one was called like Dawn, I did see Life Dawn to yeah. Dusk, or what? You know, I don't even. Did think you, see the, the, uh, did you see the ad for yeah, that where they were like, "Get ready for the best game of the year." I'm in Cyberpunk, but this is no, uh, that's, 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 that's grounded. That's grounded. Okay. So the one you're talking about is uh, As Dusk okay. Falls. It's an interactive drama. Oh, I saw that one too. Yeah. Um, Telltale. I'm, 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 I'm assuming it's going to be Telltale, Telltale style, style games. Yeah. It looks okay. Like I mean, the art style was cool. It looked like a like just like a painting for most of but it see, that's, well that, again, that was also point, that's also like kind of not ripping off telltale style but like telltale always had like that comic book sort of feel to yeah. it in every game so the, well I, I, that's I, not it's not the same art style though it's like, like no like but one, I'm, one I'm, of them looks but, like almost like a watercolor painting like, yeah it looks it looks like yeah. they look cool but again like to like my last point with tetris like if you're trying to outshine the ps5 Two indie Telltale games, I don't feel like are the way to do that. Yeah, I I am not gonna buy either of those because well, I, I don't like, like again. They're both free on Game Pass. Every, every pretty much every game. Is, yeah, that was that was the one cool thing I would say. No, you're like, Pretty much I'm every not, game is on Game Pass for free. Even if it is free, I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> so okay, th- this is my question. Bringing up Game Pass so much, we're gonna I'm gonna divert here for a second. Do you think that that like places like GameStop and Exchange and everything like that, do you think they're going to end up eventually going out of business because of something like Game Pass? Yes. GameStop's already going out of business pretty much. Yeah, I was going to say, if Sony tries to co-opt a similar strategy... Which I'm sure they will, because Sony had free to play online for the longest time, and then they made you pay for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's also like Xbox. Did you see they got rid of the twelve yearly months? Subscription, yeah. yeah, that pissed me off because I bought the yearly <laughs> subscription. You're forced to buy Game Pass now. Yeah, yeah like thirty dollars cheaper. Yeah, I know, and it's like that just made so much more sense. And now it's like 
I guess I'm gonna have to buy Game Pass, another fucking what is it, fifteen dollar thing to pay can, for every month. They do deals a lot though. Like I think a couple different times I snagged it for like a dollar for like three months. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do deals like that all the time. So anyway, going back to, to games, places. No, uh, I was gonna go back to him going out of business. Uh, I think eventually it would. But does but that also mean less money for developers too? Because okay, so we're paying. $15 and we get all of these games for $15. I think it's that, I that, think it's different so, math though. Like because I think a lot of those games and those companies like uh, Microsoft signed a deal with mm-hmm. like a studio, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it, it's opposed yeah. it's like being salaried as opposed to being an hourly employee. Yeah, you they're know paying what I mean? for like yeah. the license it's, yeah, to it's, sell it's gotta the be, games. It's got to be a different yeah. kind of math there. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's get I'm sure they get I think it will cut off a little bit. I'm sure they get like kickbacks based on how many players they get and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. All right, so let's just get back to the games. Um, Ori and Destiny 2, they're going to be revamped for uh, Xbox X. Uh, they were doing they were showing the comparison between the Xbox X series and then the old the older Xbox. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, look at this frame rate." It's like I'm literally watching the same exact thing. Well, it's also, it's I noticed, also I noticed the difference with Ori. I, I feel like I feel like it's hard too whenever you're watching something on a TV screen that's, that's not 4K. That's not 4K and it's displayed somewhere else entirely, you know what I mean, yeah. on a conference screen. So it, I feel like it's it's much different to try and look at it in, in that way. But the the Ori one was kind of cool. It went from like what was it like 60 frames to like 120 frames a second mm-hmm. and like they just showed it in slow motion and how much more fluid it is it looks pretty isn't cool. there a but, State of Decay 3 yeah. coming out mm-hmm. State of Decay 3 yeah, yeah. that trailer looked really cool I didn't see that it didn't show much it was just, I want to kind of look it was it like a what cinematic it yeah, it was, yeah it, it, it was just cool. this girl like walking through the woods and shit mm-hmm. and she's being like hunted by this wolf and then she finally like gets to where she was like she was like tracking this deer, mm-hmm. and she gets to where she thinks the deer is, and she's got this crossbow, and she pulls up the sight, and um, the deer is eating the wolf, and then it like turns towards her, and it has like the zombie face, and she screams at her, and then that was it. I really enjoyed State of Decay too. The first one is a little clunky for me, but the second one was a lot of fun. The multiplayer is fun, if. It's just it's just fun. Yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoy. It. I think it, I think it's it's good. Just sort of like I don't know. Like that's our uh, only opinion on games. Yeah, is it fun? Is it fun? <laughs> yeah. No, I I thought it was enjoyable. It's just like after a certain point, playing by yourself gets boring, and then after another certain point, playing with other people gets boring because there's only so much to do. Right. So yeah. if they can figure out a way to structure the game a little better yeah. in this third one, then maybe they'll have something. Yeah. Like, I don't think they would have made a third game if they thought it was going to sell like shit. So and well, and exactly. that's another one that became free on Game Pass, and I think got like a second wave of popularity because mm-hmm. like a bunch of people played it for the first time because yeah. they could, you know, mm-hmm. just because it's like, oh shit, well I pay fifteen dollars right. for it all, so right. I might as well play this thing. Who's, yeah. who's playing Grounded with me? I'll like, play oh, Grounded. Definitely Dude, playing yeah, Grounded. Play grounded yeah, that, I'll, grounded I'll try it. Out, I'll say that. So that it looks, looks so much fun. It, it looks like so much. So fun. so whimsical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I just don't know how anyone hasn't like. Just thought of that before. It's like, oh, you were like smaller than an ant, and it's a survival game. 
Is that, was that Obsidian or Bethesda? Obsidian. Obsidian. I really hope that they don't lean too hard into the building aspect of it. I hope you don't have to have some super fortified base just enable to continue to explore the amount that you I would, want to. I would be okay with that. Yeah, I, I feel mean, to, like, to I degree, feel like in, in the way that it is, it makes it a little more enjoyable to well, do, I, like, the base building and everything, because it's not like Fallout 4 where it's like, oh, this settlement needs your help. That's what it's I, like, yeah, <laughs> it's like you, this is, you're not forced to build But no, base, that's what I'm saying. That's, what, I, that's like, what I'm worried about. If I'm out exploring and I get a notification, like, fucking... A herd of ants fucking trampled your base, and if I want to be able to build shit again, I have to go back and rebuild yeah. my whole fucking base. I, I don't, I don't, I want to say I don't think so. I think they might have learned their Hopefully. lesson from that, but you never know. I well, mean, again, I thought, again, that was a different studio. Though. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying. Hopefully, they didn't learn the wrong lessons from them. Yeah, but I'm definitely, definitely excited for that. I'm gonna feed Mark to the spiders a lot. <laughs> 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 Who's gonna play Stalker Two? I didn't see that. I didn't, see I didn't even I didn't know what that. It looked. It looked oh, pretty cool. Man. Oh it, man. What is it? It's like a post-apocalyptic style game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be pretty crazy. I I didn't play the first one that much, but it, it's got like a cult following. I'm pretty sure it's like open world. Damn, I almost want to like pause and let you guys watch the trailer because it looks <laughs> fucking crazy. I, mean, I I watched the trailer. It looked really cool. I have here in my notes that like. There was like that gravity well looking thing in it, like that was like pulling things towards it. Yeah. What do you know what that was? I don't. I don't. I. I think it's like, like post apocalypse, but there might be some sort of like supernatural forces as well. I'm I'm not totally sure though. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. It's gonna be a, gonna be a fun one. So, Psychonauts two. Jack mm-hmm. Black. Jack Black, my guy. You see the part where he was singing that one song? Oh my god, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was actually a really good song. <laughs> like, yeah. I, so did you guys, you watched the showcase trailer, right, where it showed him, like, behind the scenes Yeah, behind and the stuff. scenes. And was the guy game. that he was with, was that the other guy from Tenacious D? Was he, like, the big, was he bald? the big guy? Was he, like, bald with, like, white hair? I think he was. I think he's he's, he's was pretty he? old. I thought he had a full head of black hair. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I, can't, I can't remember. Well, if he's old, then... <laughs> no, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now that you say that, but I don't yeah. remember. The guy he was hugging wrote the song. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. So I think it might have just been the composer. But yeah, that's going to be a trippy-ass game. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, basically yeah. going inside of a dream. Yeah, it, like, it looks like you're like on this just like big acid trip adventure. Yeah. And it, 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 does, look pretty, it, it does look pretty interesting. And it kind of reminds me of... Like a ratchet and clank meets Gravity Falls. Well, that's what, well. I was gonna say when I first like when the trailer started, I was like, "Really, this is the art style they're going with?" But then once it like finally jumped in and actually started showing you like like gameplay and fights and stuff, I was like, oh, "Okay." What do you guys think of celebrities being brought out to hype up games more, like like the Jack Black thing or like Keanu Reeves for Cyberpunk? Like we did, we, we talked. Yeah, about I feel like we've talked about this before. I, I, was, like, I, was I agree with this yeah, conversation. You weren't, yeah, you weren't here for that. And, so maybe, well, maybe I direct it for for you. Also, then. that was that was like right before the Far Cry Six trailer dropped. Dude, Far Cry Six. Yeah. Oh shoot. Oh, it's for the bad guy himself. Oh, yeah. Juan Carlos Esposito is the bad guy. Fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that wasn't technically so part of the sick. that wasn't part of the showcase or anything, but I feel like like it might be worth talking. So, about. Yeah, yeah. I, I had forgotten to watch that. So could you guys explain it to me? So it's just like him. It's like his son, like building a car, right? And like in their fucking giant mansion like, because he's yeah. like the president of, of some this. like South American country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and um, there's like a riot happening outside. And he like walks in and he's talking to his son about, about like, like power or something. Power yeah. and shit. And then hands him a grenade and pulls the pin and he's like, Yeah, hold on to this grenade. So he's like the son's like following him around, like holding on to this grenade and like brings him out to the roof and he like gives him this big speech about like power and being the animal and like, the boot. evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the animal in the boot and shit and and he's like so are you evil? And then like it just like cuts you off as he's like holding the grenade, he's, like, like about oh, to drop it. Yeah, about yeah. to drop it like over the rioters <laughs> and everything. It's it looks crazy. That sounds. It, really it looks really, cool. really good. Yeah, they should put that in the showcase. Yeah, Dude, well, talk I, about well, some that's, it's for might, both is that it, I feel like everything in the Microsoft showcase is. Hey, this is all stuff that's going to be on Game, Game Pass. Pass. Yeah, okay. Like cool. all stuff that is backed by Microsoft, but like. Far Cry is such a, you know, yeah, like cross platform. Yeah, yeah, it's like such a cross platform. Independent beloved, studio. Yeah, <laughs> beloved by PlayStation, con, computer, uh, Xbox. Like anybody who likes Far Cry likes Far Cry, no matter what the right. console. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited for a full game from them because um, New Dawn wasn't wasn't disappointing, but it was you know it wasn't a full title. Yeah, so yeah. What, what, New like Dawn. DLC, basically. So my brother played New Dawn and he shit on it hard. It he, <laughs> I liked he, it. he did not like it. I was at watching all. him play it and I, I watched Jim play it and what I saw from it, I was not a fan. Like, it just looked. It looked like five, just like. I mean, it was. It was yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was the same thing as a Primal was to four. It was the same map. Yeah, exactly. And that's what time. I was expecting. I wasn't expecting a full game. So I, I didn't have high expectations for it, so I wasn't let down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Do you want to talk about the medium now? Because Ooh, yeah, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I know we, you mentioned it earlier, but... The medium is... It was a game that I didn't even know I wanted. Until I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, to, to me, it's like, that is a good... <laughs> Because you know when, when like a console first comes out, there's like the game that kind of like tests the limits of it. Yeah, like, That's uh, like be, um, this is going to be like Rise, that game. like you know that Rise game, like yeah. the Roman game that came yeah. out when the Xbox One came oh, out. Yeah. I feel like Medium is going to be the first game that like pushes the limit. Yeah, as far as like uh, processing power and stuff. Yeah, because it, for for you guys that don't know is like it's called the medium because the player you are is a medium between our world and the uh, in the metaphysical world and it's basically like science you, you were <laughs> you were playing in our world and the upside down from like essentially from, yeah, yeah. Yeah. a more that hellish would, that, version yeah, yeah that would be the best way to explain it and they're like rendered at the same time so you like at the at the click of a button you can like flip back and forth between the two worlds yeah that that's going to be it's gonna be so do you think? Do you think like you're gonna have to use like? Remember the, there's the one scene where she's like up against the wall and it switches and there's like a demon behind her and it switches back to the real world and there's not. Do you think that like if you're in the real world you won't be able to get hurt by the demon or I, do you think you just won't be able to fucking see it? And you're just gonna get wrecked. I, I think I think it's gonna be the latter. I think it's gonna be you're not gonna be able to see it. It's <laughs> gonna see you. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's gonna get hard because I feel like at some point you're gonna get. You're gonna be getting attacked, and you're gonna have to switch. Yeah, you're gonna have to switch. Yeah, switch back and forth, and like figure out like like some strategies and mm -hmm. shit to go in, like into the gameplay. Mm -hmm. I think that has a lot of potential, and I'm excited to play it. And I feel like this is gonna have like did a any, big community on YouTube too. Did any of you read? Oh yeah, like a streaming oh, yeah. presence. Yeah, for sure. Um, did any of you see like there's this scene 
sounds like a fucking nuke's being dropped on us out there. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, did you see the scene where it was like she was in a room and in the hellscape there was like skulls and bones and shit coming out of the wall, but then in the real world it was just like a blank concrete wall, but it had like writing on it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you read what it said on the wall? I didn't get to read it. No. It happened too fast for me. Oh, boy. But yeah, I'm definitely... If that game's going to give me nightmares and I'm ready for it. Oh, yeah. The last game that I played that I was really scared by was Outlast, the first one. But I was also a lot younger when I played it. I tried to play the second one. It wasn't scary, so... I'm just, like, a pussy when it comes to horror games. <laughs> yeah. Like, horror movies, I'll sit through any horror movie. Dude, horror movies don't but, bother me. No, horror uh, games, horror games yeah, dude. Like, I can't even I can't even play Outlast without taking, like, a break every, like, ten minutes. Every to be jump like, scare? Yeah, <laughs> just like, okay, all right, it's not real. <laughs> the last horror game that really, really, like, gave me nightmares was uh, Dead Space 2. I was going to oh, oh, say dude, that. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> the the fucking, me. there's those scenes where you're, you're like in a gymnasium and like you, you kill a couple of the you know walkers mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck they're called and then there's like this hole in the wall and these like baby heads with spider legs come like pouring out of it and you have to like run and I never have enough ammo dude that shit was horrifying <laughs> you know what actually was actually another really good scary game that I think was overlooked was Alien Isolation. I never good. played it. Dude, I, I, never played it. I, I don't it. think it was overlooked. I, heard it, I, heard I, thought it, I thought it was. See, I heard it ported really VR. well to VR. Dude. Like, it made it so much oh, better because the aliens, uh-huh. like, towering mm-hmm. over you and shit. That game freaked me out whenever I tried <laughs> to play it. I played, like, 15 minutes, like, into, like, whenever the, the ship, like, finally shuts down and the aliens roaming around, and I was like, oh, fuck it, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I just can't. So, uh, what did you guys think about the gunk? I'm, I'm. I didn't see that. It, it, it's a. Uh, it looks interesting. It's like kind of cartoony, but like. It looked kind of goofy to me. Yeah. I, 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 think I didn't like. Turn up gunk off the planet. Like, yeah. I, well, I, I see. I think that the story is gonna be there. I, I'm excited for that. From that trailer, what to me it just looked like a copy and paste of stuff that's already been done tenfold before. What What is it? It's basically you're just like there's like this like black gooey darkness like basically infecting this planet. Yeah. And it just looks like you're trying to stop it. So Here, I'm, I'm gonna pull up, up a clip for him. Just keep talking about it. it to your vacuum back. It just lo- it looks like, yeah, like you just like suck it up this gunk, like this black gunk into the vacuum, and like there's some there's some creatures that come out of the gunk, like they're evil creatures. Yeah, you know, and that was but, at like the very end of the trailer. Yeah, but it, it just looks like. I don't know. It just looks like something I've seen before multiple times. Just see to me, the world looks really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's also another point here is like the showcase of what a game looks like. Is that enough? Like, like what it looks like? You know what I mean on the on the absolute surface. Is that enough? I think when to it, buy a game like the setting. You know what I mean? Is that enough for a game yeah. to push a game enough? I think you know what so. I mean? I think so, because for me, with, like, side-scrollers, mm-hmm. I won't play it unless the world is visually interesting to me. Well, yeah. side-scrollers well, are different. Yeah. But yeah. This, yeah, but this isn't this isn't a fucking, you know, top-tier first-person shooter. This is, you know, an indie game, like, the graphics of it and the setting and the creativity of the world is a part mm-hmm. of what draws people into it. Yeah. Like, that's what makes it stand apart from some other game with the same style of gameplay that doesn't mm-hmm. have that. I guess this seems really childish, though, dude. Mm. I mean, that could that could I mean, be I, I that, that, that could be, be what draws it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. I, it, I, it, I fucking I love. Like, I feel like people forget that, like, 
not just twenty-year-olds play video games. <laughs> but, but not but like, just us. I mean, like, like yeah, I mean, even you say that too. But like, like I love both Ori games to death. I know Mark loves Hollow Knight. You're telling me that a fucking four-year-old couldn't play that game. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like a four-year-old like, could not play Hollow Knight. <laughs> well. <laughs> Difficulty. I can't even play. Fall difficulty Fall level night. aside, you know what I mean. As far as like the story and like, there's that game is rated E. I would imagine. You know what I mean. It's yeah. not doesn't necessarily have a bearing on how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. Has the era of like very children's like geared games come to an end? I feel like it has come to an end a long time ago. I think that what was, what, what was like, the has like the era of like specifically children's games come to an end. Um. I feel like I don't think so. I think they're just trying to make more like widely likable games. Like you, I guess like Ori. Ori's a kids game if you think about it. Yeah. But like it still has like enough lore and gameplay and to keep like an older yeah an older interested. audience yeah. interested. I mean, like I wouldn't say that like Ori's any more of a kids game now than you know, Sonic the Hedgehog was when it came out in the 90s, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. depends on where it's being advertised and how they're advertising it, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel, yeah. But, at the, I know what you mean, though, about, like, kids' games, because I feel like the early 2000s... Was full of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, when we were kids, I like, feel like aimed, that... Aimed towards, so like, a many, 10 and yeah. under audience. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Games, yeah. Like, um, like all the Lego games yeah. and everything. Like I mean, like, they, well, they still make Lego games. Lego games have they? more of a cult following now. I yeah, think. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like those <laughs> games exist. We just don't see them because we're not looking. Yeah, and they, they yeah. don't get the, the same kind of hype. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when we <laughs> were playing Lego Star Wars, dude? Was that me and you, or is it me and? No, it was me and, and you. Yeah. Uh, Do <laughs> what were we playing that? that like chase over Coruscant or whatever and we were stuck in that little box for like 30 minutes oh dude. yeah dude we like we I downloaded like the old ones like there was uh, like a package deal and like I downloaded it and like it was just it, I feel like it was like super glitchy like we couldn't figure it out <laughs> there was like lagging all over the place I was like place. how the fuck did I beat this when I was 10 and Andrew went out and I'm 20 like what the fuck that's how I feel anytime I go back to my PS2 and I play like Jack and Daxter or like Sly Cooper oh, yeah, like I got stuck on some level I'm like I did this when I was 8 <laughs> I'm much smarter now yeah. I did that recently with um, Star Wars Bounty Hunter on PS2 mm. oh, and like dude I'm like <coughs> I'm at one point and I'm like what the actual fuck is happening like, how am I not beating this dude I also kind of I feel that way also about like old horror games you know what I mean? Like like Resident Evil Four. I'll I'll, oh, yeah. I'll yeah. get like a panic attack playing that and be like, I can't believe I did this when yeah. I was twelve. Like, <laughs> dude, I used to be so scared of like everything, like in games, like games that weren't even scary. You know, what gave me yeah, night I terrors. Just was like, did you ever play the game Torok Two for N sixty four? You remember that one? I don't even know what that is. We had we had that one. It was it's the one where you would like, there were like these giant like dinosaur people. That had like that would fucking attack you and had like guns and shit. Shit gave me fucking terror dreams. I <laughs> I used to get scared of like Spider Man two. There was one nah, portion nah, nah, where nah, you nah, had nah. to like you had to like sit in the shadows so the enemy yeah. couldn't see you and I was just like too freaked out like that an enemy was gonna see me and I was like, Fuck it, I'm just not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of those games, there was one where we had to fight Carnage. 
Yeah, oh, escape yeah. this fucking closet yeah, right dude. Event. That was yeah. so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> so, there, there's 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 other, what other new yeah. games that we had to talk about? Let's see. We, I feel like we talked about most of them. Um, we could talk about the Beyond Light expansion for Destiny 2. I mean, you know, I'm also excited. Fable as well. Um, we can talk about that. I th- we, well, we touched, yeah, we touched, we touched it, on it. Really like, I, like, but, like, I don't think any of us know much is there to say. Well, remember, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I, I'm sure you do. When, when, for a while, if you got an Xbox 360, you got Fable 3 for free with it. It was terrible. I, I, I never, I, I didn't get that into it. Yeah, and I think that it was more of like a story-driven <laughs> game. Yeah. But the new one looks like it's going to be open world. So I don't know. I'll, I'll have to see I, what that's I've like. Never even tried. No, I, I don't think I've ever played. It I, I tried they, to play. They have like a cult following, apparently. Yeah. Like they have a fan base. Yeah, I tried to. I tried to play Fable Three. I wasn't a fan. Uh, I guess, but that was also way back when I got like my first X. No, it was like it was the 360. It wasn't. It, it wasn't my first one. It was the 360 Slim when it came out. Oh, I don't remember. But anyway, I don't. I don't really know what else to talk about. I mean, there are some other games. I'm, I don't know what Crossfire X is. It just looks like that a, looks cool to me, though. It does look like a cool shooter. I just have no. I forgot reference point to what it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's a board game. Is it? It's not like a reboot or a remaster or anything. It's like an original game. Right? Is it like? Is it kind of like Sniper? Kind of, no. Or it kind no, of. It, it was like an FPS. It, it okay. gave me, uh, it gave me Warzone vibes because they were like jumping out of a helicopter with like wingsuits and stuff. Yeah. So what happened to Battlefield? Did that just kind of like die? Battlefield Five got? I mean, Battlefield Four did good. Battlefield One, I think, did good. That was my. That's probably my favorite one. Yeah, World I like that one. And then Battlefield Five, I don't think did well at all. I mean, I feel like there comes a point where you just have to realize that like. Call of Duty's doing what you're doing, but they're doing it better. You know what I mean? It, like, it's gotten to that. Actually, I, I feel like there's a, a very staunch group of fans who are, who are like, yeah. fuck Call of Duty! Yeah. It's, it's yeah. shit! It's the same mm-hmm. thing every year! Battlefields are the shit! But then, then like, there, there's a lot more people who are like, yeah, I'm just gonna play Call of Duty. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like my Call friends of... play Call of Duty, so I'm gonna play yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's so much easier to jump into Call of Duty than it is Battlefield, though. Like, I remember trying to play like fucking Battlefield 3 online and like, I love Battlefield weird. 3 dude I just got shit you just get shit on like, I mean so you do, ha- you well, do have to get say about good Battlefield 1 because I like I really like playing Battlefield 1 but I just how old are you? Battlefield 1 when did that come out? oh the game Battlefield yeah, 1 the game oh. Battlefield 1 yeah yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I'm, playing it when I was fucking old. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I, I enjoyed that game a lot, and I liked the setting, like the World War One setting. But like, I would just get fucking shit oh, on. Dude, I know. But like that, that's like if you're going into Battlefield with a Call of Duty reference, you are going to get shit on. It's a whole different play style. Yeah, like you have to. I, mean, I get shit on when I play Call of Duty too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like if Call of Duty's basically run and gun right yeah battlefield is a lot different in the way it plays and i just think you have to adapt to it because like too strategic for me i because in battlefield i always battlefield use too big brain bro <laughs> too big brain too big brain bro <laughs> i think we're getting towards the end of the list here guys yeah i don't have much to talk about you could talk about halo some more god did please. you guys play <laughs> did you guys play um any of the hellblade games no any of the new hellblade games coming out the there's one that's on Game Pass that like, I have it downloaded. I just have not started it yet, but it like the graphics look like pristine and it looks it's like a okay so it's wait, like a, a female Viking warrior story like it looks any, really cool. Oh yeah, it's set in Iceland. They did all the I do. Well, the, I mean, the, 
the new ones that nice. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, but like, has anything else been released about like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or like? No, it wasn't no, a showcase. Or, like, or like, you think they would have like Legion? Like uh, Legion comes out really soon though, or it's supposed to. Yeah, might get pushed back. But yeah. well, was that last year E three or was that two years ago E three when they announced it? Legion. I think I it was twenty nineteen, right? I, yeah, I want to say it was last year. So what Jim said, it. What are your guys' takes on graphics? Like, is it a make or break thing for you? Like, how good a graphic the graphics are in a game? Depends on what I'm nowadays. Out of nowadays, game. yes, because I'm not paying sixty dollars for something that is like PS2 level graphics. See, I feel you like. I mean? Well, yeah, I, I feel like, like it's all dependent on the price for sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel like nowadays yeah, it, it doesn't. Price. Nowadays, it doesn't matter as much for me because, like, when I first started gaming, I was just like, "Oh man, the graphics are sick." But like now, like. It, the graphics could look like something off a of PS2, and as long as it's fun, Mark's like, really just but, low key trying to well, no. Halo's graphics. Right <laughs> now. No. It's, a, it's a give and take, though, Mark. Like, like they could put out a game that has like, um, like it's all like uh, like neon blocks and shit with a black background. As long as there's like a, it, well, yeah, if there's, yeah, if there's yeah. sixty dollars worth of an entrenching story to go with it, like, yeah. It's, that it, well, that that's the thing though. It's like think of Minecraft. Like its whole aesthetic is like shit graphics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or think of something like. But it's only twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, but also think of like games with like really cult followings, like Undertale or or shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't that, know what that is. No one's under. What's under, it? Undertale? No. Never heard of it. Okay. Describe it. It sounds it's, familiar. <laughs> it's like. You see the meme, like the Sans dude, the skeleton guy with the blue, like, flame eye. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but that's, like, that looks like old-time, like, 90s arcade graphics. And that, like, that, as long as you have a good story to go along with this thing, you're gonna have a good game. Like, because people really don't care. Okay, but so you're saying it doesn't. I'm, I'm saying, no, it doesn't, but if... It has to have a story to accompany it because if it's a shit graphics and a shit story, I'm not fucking playing your game. True. And I also think the point that people who are trying to bash it are making is more like if you're going to put out a AAA game, it should have AAA graphics. And AAA, yeah. AAA, yes. AAA graphics yeah. have a yes. standard now. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, because I mean, why, you see, why you pay see $60 with, for and, a game? And, like, you see, people yeah. see what the PS5's doing. Like, yeah. you see Ghost of Tsushima, you see, yeah. you know, whatever else I don't know but like AAA games have to be they have to have good graphics and mm -hmm. if, if the PS5 in general is delivering better graphics than the Xbox One that is a selling point yes yeah I just I. it's not it's not necessarily Halo specific it's more of like a oh the Xbox doesn't have as good a graphics yeah. as the Playstation yeah. Yeah. so okay so overall getting to the end of this episode I think that this Xbox showcase besides maybe Halo the medium avowed Maybe Psychonauts 2 in there. I, I think it was a very weak showcase as far as, like, new games coming out. Yeah, I agree. It, it also comes down to a point of, like, how we're living right now. Like, how much work can they actually do right now? Yeah. You well, know and, I mean? and, like, and the other thing is, like, it's just Microsoft. Like, Microsoft yeah. doesn't own ten different AAA studios yeah, that are all putting yeah. out those types of games. Like, yeah. They, if they want people to play their other like indie games, if that's what they're trying to do, they have to promote that kind of shit too. And I get mm -hmm. that. It's just, and I think they're doing a really good job promoting it. And what what the, what they're doing with Game Pass is making it free to play if you have Game Pass. I think that's 
I think that's going to be another big selling point. Is mm-hmm. like, oh, I pay for Game Pass and I get all these games like double A, triple A, and indie games for mm-hmm. free. You know, I think that's going to really, if they're leaning into that, I think it's really going to help them sell some boxes. And the fact that you don't have to rebuy your games. Yeah, like, I don't have to buy if I get the series S, I don't have to buy Destiny Two again. To play it, you, you just know, have it. Yeah, yeah, with better graphics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. I am actually really excited for Beyond Play, dude. That shit looks. Have you seen anything about like the? I fell off of Destiny. So like, did you play Destiny One? Yeah, I. Do you know I well, the... I fell off of Destiny as soon as I bought an Xbox One. Like I played it on 360. Um, and okay, so and, I, I, and I bought everything to tr- like I bought a shit ton of DLCs. I bought everything. So to that, that was play like the it. first game I got yeah. for my Xbox. Yeah, my one. brother plays Destiny Two quite a bit, and I wanted to hop into it, but it's like, like <laughs> so I wanted to hop into it with you guys, but you guys are like way too high a level but, for me. Well, now. well, just throwing it out there, I have uh, a warlock who is a very low level who had who I haven't done any of the missions on yet, so. I'm always down for that. Yeah, okay, but, all right. But just, it's funny you mentioned that, though, because the one day I fucking, I saw that you, it was him on your yeah, thing, but yeah. I saw, like, playing Destiny 2. I was like, yeah. I was like, I need someone to play with. <laughs> so I, like, <laughs> I, like, sent him a party invite, and I, like, sent him a bunch of messages, like, Pierce, like, play with me, and he finally messaged me back. Oh, He's God. like, it's not him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you did end up playing with him. He said you were <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was. I am, in general. But, um... Oh, no, like, so I, you I, re- do you remember, wanna, I do want to play it though. You remember the light though, like the traveler, and like the light is what allows guardians. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah. So, I, I so, do remember that much. You know, like the darkness. Mm-hmm. So, like in the game right now, there's these big, um, like dark, like these pyramid things that are like showing up and like orbit around planets, and they're like traveler sized, but they wield the darkness, and that's what like the new DLC is like Beyond Light. You get a new subclass that is the darkness. And you get to like freeze people in time and like build fucking yeah. That, oh, dude. It it looks like the abilities that you can use with the darkness does look cool. The one thing I'm going to say about that is how shitty of Bungie to just now be releasing the enemy that they have been advertising since the very beginning of D1. It's like oh back in 2014. Yeah, back in, <laughs> back in 2014. Oh, it's the light and the darkness, but you don't get to see the darkness for another six years. You get to fight all these cockhead aliens for yeah. the next five years <laughs> or next ten years. No one knew what the darkness was. Like everyone thought all the alien forces were the darkness. That's do you think the, that? Do you think that they knew? Probably not. Probably <laughs> yeah, not. I mean, yeah. like, they probably didn't have their shit together. They still don't, really. Well, I mean, they're not Kevin Feige. I don't think they planned out ten years' worth of gameplay story all at once. (laughs) But, I mean, like, if you're advertising something... What's the... So, like, there's Beyond Light, that's the new one, and then the year after that, isn't it, like, it's a Queen of the... Queen of the Reef or something? Queen of the... Well, I thought it was, like, Queen of the Dark or Queen Queen of of the the Night or something, and then the one after that is called... (laughs) That'd be a good title. The... (laughs) Queen of the Reef. (laughs) The one... The one after that's called like Lightfall or something, so I think that might be the. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm taking a break from Destiny right now, just because I've played it too much and it's just getting redundant. But yeah, guys. I yeah, think... not like Halo though. Just grind out Halo your whole life. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Halo's better than Destiny. Mark, were you yeah. playing? Before, <laughs> were you playing right before we got on here? Master Chief Collection? Is that what it was? <laughs> well, okay, yeah. So like, I, I don't play Halo often. Oh, here we go. We started him up. <laughs> All right. 
It's hey, over. Guys, it's hey, over. hey guys, guys, don't forget to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps us out. Yeah, um, or just give yes, us a one star review. Yeah, just give us a one star review. That'd help. Oh, out if you give us a five star review, we'll read it. And if you write, actually write it out, we'll read it on the podcast. So. Be yeah. creative. Oh, fuck. We're going to we, judge we you. We can't do that. That's already another podcast already does Every that. Every podcast does that. Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's how you get people to do them. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are Class Stacks Radio. I'm Mark, and with me are... Taro, what's up? And Pierce. And Jim in the house for once. All right, thanks again, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.